Hey guys, what the fuck is up? Welcome back to No Bleeps. It's Spilly and we are going to really spill the fucking tea in this episode. You guys, honestly, a lot of stuff has been going on and I cannot wait. I think this is the episode of like all episodes and yeah, I think we're really going to get into it this episode. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. I mean, like there's this James Charles thing. We're obviously going to be talking about Olivia Rodrigo Sour because I gave you guys a warning last week before I even knew how good the album was going to be. I just like already knew it was going to be amazing. And then I have some Q&A stuff, but like obviously we're talking about Olivia. We're going to be talking about relationships and we... Yeah, there is some tea. There is some tea. There, that's just simply there is tea we need to talk about. We need to discuss. So let's get the fuck into it. First, let's talk about James Charles for a second because I've just been giving you guys like updates on pretty much what's been going on since the scandal and everything has come out about him, and it's just gotten a little weird because James has tried to kind of be a little bit off the internet ever since everything's like come out about him, but it's obviously like a little different than Shane completely going offline and not posting really at all like until like a couple months ago, but like there were a solid couple of months there where he was not posting at all. And same with David. David has been completely off the internet and we literally haven't heard from him. But James has tried to take a break and he said multiple times in videos that he's taking this time to like learn and grow and like do better when in reality it's like people are wondering if that's true or not. There's obviously been a ton of times where he's been called out for the same stuff, but this time in particular, people just don't believe that he's actually getting any help or like seeking out advice from other people to better himself from all of this and prevent it from ever happening again because he's at it's so many times. And so it's kind of become clear in his more recent time addressing all the stuff that's been going on on his Twitter when he was talking about the lawsuit, his former employee trying to sue him for wrongful termination. He did say that he's been offline trying to get better and really understand everything that's been going on, talk to the right people. But then he returned back to Instagram this past weekend and he was posting about his birthday. And this just didn't sit right with people like, you know, your birthday is a day to celebrate and, you know, have a good day. But for James to have been on this internet break and then come back for his own birthday, people were just like, wow, like you really needed the attention, didn't you? You really couldn't have been away from the internet enough. You know, you needed people to be like, oh my God, happy birthday, James. Oh my God, we miss you, James. Like, oh my God, oh my God, like... He needed people to kiss up to him or something. Like, it just felt so weird and, like, a little wrong that he wanted to post on his birthday. You would think, like, if you were going to come back to the internet after a scandal or something, you would want it to be something more, you know, uh, anything else but this. Something that said, sorry, guys, I've been working on myself. This is what I've been doing. I've been working towards getting better. But no, that's not what he did here. That's absolutely not what James did. He instead was just like, it was my birthday. Thank you for the birthday wishes. <sighs> and that's just so freaking frustrating because like, what the heck? Like literally, what 
the heck were you thinking? It doesn't make you look good. It doesn't set you on a path to come back. It doesn't make people want to see you come back. Like it just put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Everybody already thinks that James has this big ego and for him to kind of fuel that you know theory that people have is just not good. It's not good at a time like this to be like, look at me, it's my birthday. And then he also went on a trip with like all of his friends. They all went on this birthday trip to celebrate him in this big house and they were having all this fun and filming it and they were posting all over on everybody's stories and obviously people didn't like that they're just like you clearly aren't spending time working on yourself you're clearly having fun with your friends and they're just letting you do whatever and it just it doesn't look good for someone that is saying that they're trying to work on themselves when you post content that seems like you're ignoring the issues that's going to be where people find problems and people you know want to make sure that when you do come back you are aware that we've seen what you've been doing and that it doesn't look like you have actually been working on yourself. Maybe he is behind the scenes, but the content that is being put out online doesn't reflect that. And that's going to upset a lot of people. And he has to freaking know that. But James has come back so many times from a bunch of different scandals, ones very similar to this, to the point that people just don't think he's taking this as seriously as he should, and that he's going to just come back and be like, hey, sisters, like, let's get back to it and forget the past to leave it all behind, and who knows if it'll happen like a couple months later, and people just are tired of the constant cycle with James Charles of him getting called out, going into hiding, getting called out over and over and over again. People really just want him to get the help he needs. So this cycle can end because this is not okay. This is a horrible situation. But yes, I just wanted to mention that James has returned to social media and posted on Instagram. And I don't know why he decided to do that, but he decided to do that. So that's that. And obviously we have to like go on this massive rant about sour because you guys, I'm fully invested. Like, I'm so invested and I've been re-watching High School Musical, the musical, the series, and I just can't even believe it. I can't believe you guys. This show, this show was so good and I was talking about it last year. I fell in love with it. The fact that all this drama is happening and everybody's hype about it. Everybody on my TikTok for you page is just like straight Olivia Rodrigo every single time I scroll and I'm not mad at it. I'm really not. I know my FBI agent on my phone is listening to me right now and do not change my content because I love the content I'm seeing. But I just know that when, you know, world opens up and we can have concerts, I'm going to be at this concert, like pushing people out of my way. Like if I'm sorry, that's just what's going to be because I'm obsessed with her. And if I'm not in the front, I'm going to be upset because I'm going to have my box of tissues ready to cry for every single song. And yeah, the the whole album, it's amazing. It's amazing. So like, I ranked my songs. Honestly, they change every single day. So I don't want you guys to think that this is like my total reading. And also I'm doing a Q&A at the end of this. And one of the questions that someone did ask me was like how I feel about Sour. So, you know, this whole part of the pod is really where we're going to get into details about how I feel about the whole album and everything. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. There's 11 songs in every single one. I have a little something good to say and I, for, I'm i just obsessed. I think that if you are in high school, you definitely relate to these songs like 100%. If you're in high school, you've never been in love with anybody, like you're relating to these songs. If you have had a high school sweetheart, you're going to relate to these songs. If you've ever been in love, you ever been broken up with, anything like that, you're going to relate to these freaking songs because 
these songs are just such a staple and i wish that when i was in high school i had an album like this but honestly no at the same time because i think i just would have been so extra freaking sad all the time like i was already sad like all the time in high school and yeah i mean when you're in high school you're just like going through so much and yeah i mean i've had a high school sweetheart that shit hurts so bad and if this album was around back then it would just have torn me up because i feel like that's what's going on with olivia and joshua i know people are like it's not even confirmed but they, it's confirmed it's freaking confirmed like there's just no way it's, these songs are not about him and sabrina like it's just way too obvious everything lines up everything matches up look at how they act like when they're being interviewed now it's completely different from a year a year ago like the oh my god Oh, they're not best friends anymore. It's just it, everything about the little love triangle. It's just so obvious. And so anyways, these songs are perfect. They're amazing. I'm going to start off by like going through the songs like of the album, like in order. So brutal. You guys, the way she started off this album was like on fire. I love the way that she started this off. And I must say, like, I know nothing about music nothing like i'm not musically inclined at all i can't sing nothing so you know i'm not gonna use any technical terms here when i'm telling you guys about the songs i'm literally just going based on my feelings sadness and how good i think it sounds so yeah if brutal came out when i was in high school this would have been my freaking jam like there's just no question about it and yeah i ranked it number four that is it was hard. I went through the whole album and listened to it. And this is my list of songs and like how I think about them. But it changes every single day. Like it changes every single day because yesterday I had a one step forward, three steps back day. And today I put it at number seven. But I, I, I love it. But then I listened to the other songs and I was like, oh shit, like, I love these songs too. So, you know, it's just so hard. Then we got Trader. My commentary that I wrote was, I'm crying. This hurts. The lyrics are so good. Emotional. And I'm just crying. Like, that's that's what I wrote. I think, like, the parts that I wanted to highlight were the lyrics that say, like, you talked to her when we were together. I think this song in particular is super telling if anybody's, like, wanting to know possibly what went down between her and Josh. And I think this is a really big sign as to what went down. Everybody's kind of just been like, were they dating for real? Like what was actually the backstory here? What was the deal? And like what happened between like Sabrina and for her to say like, you talked to her when we were together and you know, there is a line about like possibly even doing something worse and then said that it took you two weeks to go off and date her. These words hurt. It, you know, it sounds like they were together and then he got interested in someone else, maybe someone else he could be a little bit more public with and went off and dated her. Like he was with Olivia and then decided that he was going to get interested in another person. And if that fucking hurts, like that sucks so freaking bad. And to be on the other end of that, of seeing someone else like fall out of love with you and like kind of put their time towards a friend, it's so fucked. It's so fucked. It's just like, I, you feel like in your gut, you feel it like your soul that like there's someone else or like something is kind of happening between them and another person. You can't do anything about it because they're going to go off and do whatever they want to do. And you're kind of just there to be like, well, here 
I is just here being sad because there's nothing I can do to change your mind. Like your mind is like probably already made up. Like no matter what you do. Yeah. So that song, absolutely amazing. I have it at number two because it's just everything about it. Amazing, amazing. Have nothing but nice things to say about this song. And I just, I really want to give her a hug. I know that in her PR packages, she's been giving everyone tissues, which by the way, did you guys see Kim Kardashian's Instagram story? She posted that um, Olivia gave her a PR package. Oh, there's like a lot of, a little drama behind this, but she sent Kim a PR package and Kim was opening it saying she can't wait for the album, even though the album already came out. So I was a little confused. She's like, I listen to this all the time. And Northwest is in the back like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And she's like asking Saint to vouch for her. And he's like, yeah, you do. You do. You do. But people are mad. Like there are Taylor Swift fans that are mad at Olivia's PR team for sending Kim Kardashian a PR package because there's obvious beef between Kim and Taylor and she's a Taylor Swift fan and all this stuff. I think it's just a marketing move. I think that's really just it. I really don't know if her team even like went and told her like who everyone was going to get it or what, but I think it's ridiculous to completely hate on Olivia for that little thing. But anyways, back to this song back to the song traitor the freaking lyrics like how you said you were friends doesn't look like that now doesn't look like that now i hate that i hate that feeling because i've totally been there where i'm like you guys are not friends and then like you find out that like they have a crush on them or something and it's just like frustrating it's so freaking frustrating so yeah that's that song it's number two for me the details of the song just definitely expose like this little love triangle but then we've got driver's license this song is a bop i mean hello we all loved it it's what got her on the freaking charts everybody was obsessed with this song and i have it at number six just because the song is good it's good it's so good but then i was listening to other songs and i was like you know what that song's really good that song's really good driver's license is just it's amazing. It's amazing. Number six sounds like it's bad, but it's not. It's amazing. Obviously, I love it. And I wish I could I could hear it for the first time again because obviously it's been played like so much. I wish I could hear driver's license for the first time. Then we've got one step forward, three steps back. Love this one so much. It obviously is connected to Taylor Swift, the New Year's Day ballad. I don't know what it's called. There's a word for it anyways it's like the same tune as new year's day so taylor swift has a writing credit on the song which i'm obsessed with the lyrics literally just hurt and it's so sad i love this one i have it at number seven honestly had it pretty high up yesterday because i listened to it all the time yesterday but then today i was like okay like you know driver's license sounds better than this one but i love it i love it i love it i love it the first time i listened to it though i couldn't unhear new year's day in it and now i can hear it as a song of its own and i like it then we got deja vu this one is special i love how she showed like her variety in this album like she can sing freaking songs like she go from sad to mad oh my lord like and is there like all the emotions that you go through when you're going through a breakup like that's this whole album everything about it so spot on it's insane so deja vu i have number five because it's just so good and the music video 
I love this. I love everything about it. She really shocked us when she came out with Deja Vu. Everyone was just like, wait a minute. She's got talent. And honestly, if she doesn't win a Grammy, I'm going to be really upset. Really freaking upset. Then there's Good For You. I love this one. I have it at number three. I think this is a super hard song to sing and she freaking kills it. She is also so good at singing songs live. If you guys have not seen her live performances, she sounds just like and or better than she does on the album. It's insane. And yeah, number three, that's number three for me. Then Enough For You, Sad and Sweet. I have this one last. This one is 11. I mean, it's a good song. It's great. It's not my fave, but I love it. I like I, like there, there's nothing bad to say this song is amazing but I, I love the other ones just a little bit more then we've got happier which I got a lot to say this one is beautiful and I can relate to the lyrics here I mean I think a lot of people can where she's saying that it's selfish about like not wanting an ex to be happier without you in their life and I've definitely been there I have totally been there where I'm like I don't want you to be happy. Like, fuck you. Like, don't be happy. But then, uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's so hard. Life is so hard. Relationships are hard. Being with people is hard. And this is definitely a phase of a breakup you go through where you're like, I just don't want you to ever be happy, you know, without me. I want you to be sad too. Like, you're hurting me. Like, I want you to hurt too, which is toxic. You shouldn't want that. You should not be thinking those things. But it's a real emotion that some people have when they're feeling sad or they're going through a breakup. But I've definitely related to this, especially in high school, like post high school breakup. This shit was all I was feeling 100%. So yeah, that's, that's that. Then we've got, oh wait, happier. I put at number 10, boy, the way so good. So good. Jealousy. Jealousy is next. This song is so freaking catchy you guys some people say that it could be about like her best friend iris iris apatow her dad judd apatow and her mom leslie so fun so fun so fun oh my god you guys ever seen knocked up those are her parents and i i don't think it's about iris people think it could apply to her because it's like you know talking about having a rich dad and being jealous of someone's life Others say it's about Sabrina because her dad is rich and obviously we all know the drama. It would make sense for her to be jealous of Sabrina. But either way, this is a song that I think a lot of people can relate to just like in general, like being jealous of other people, no matter who they are, no matter who you are, there's always just someone that you're looking at. You're like, gosh, like I wish I could be them or like I want to know what it's like to be them or, you know, I don't know. Someone's always jealous about some little thing about someone else. Then I've got this one at number nine. And then we got favorite cry number one. Number one. I, yep, it's so good. Like, there's just so much to say about this. I mean, the fact that it's called favorite crime and everyone is saying that this applies to her and Josh because technically it's a crime for them to be together because she was 17 and he was like 19. And so, you know, favorite crime. It was a crime to be together in the state that they were in. And then... It says, like, I know I love you so bad. I let you treat me like that. That is, that line freaking hits. Because you love someone so much, you let them treat you however sometimes just to, like, keep them around, which is so bad. So, so bad, you guys. I can really relate to this one. You can't be doing this, you guys. 
yeah, no, absolutely not. You can't. This this whole album is just perfection, though. Hope You're Okay is next. This one makes me absolutely cry. The thought of, like, you know, not being accepted by your family. It's like she's giving an old message to friends. She's such a gem, like, a sweetheart and, you know, her thoughts on other people and, like, caring for people that she, like, isn't even close to anymore. The fact that, like, she wrote a song like this. I love it. It's beautiful. Freaking beautiful. This one is at number eight for me. And I think that's it. I think those are my songs. Number one, Favorite Crime. Number two, Traitor. Number three, Good For You. Four, Brutal. Five, Deja Vu. Six, Driver's License. Seven, One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. Eight, Hope You're Okay. Nine, Jealousy, Jealousy. Ten, Happier. And eleven, Enough For You. That's my countdown. I mean, this is just a this is a perfect album. I wish I was in high school. I was like, wish I was younger to like really like be in my feelings about this. But I think like even if you're like not going through a breakup or you are, this album is so good because I mean, you guys know, you guys know I've been talking it up that I'm in a relationship and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, not, that's not a thing anymore. Um, but on my terms and I'm honestly happy and I'm in a good place. Anyways, that's that. Oh my God. Uh, I do have like a sour theory for you guys because sour is the name of the album and people think that she's going to be coming out with another album very soon. Like how Taylor Swift released two albums in a row. Everyone thinks Olivia is going to be doing that. She's going to release an album called Sweet because she's been giving out Sour Patch Kids or like she's been selling Sour Patch Kids and then it's like sour, then they're sweet. You know what I mean? Like it would be like a little hint because she was coming out with an EP. She had like sad, like kind of love story songs on there. And then there's so many songs from her Instagram that people have fell like in love with, but they're kind of like sad songs or they're kind of like love songs and they don't really go with like this theme of the album, which is breakup. And so people think she's going to be coming out with Sweet, which would be like more love songs and like hopefully Gross would be on there. Um, really good songs like uh, a apocalyptic love i think that's what's called songs that she posted on instagram that everybody fell in love with like know all the words to that never made it on sour people are hoping would be on an album in the future called sweet and she would go on like a sweet and sour tour or something that'd be just so cute i really hope so because i really do freaking love her and yeah i'm obsessed with her so that's the situation with olivia that's the situation with the album I just, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I, I love it, and I can't wait to see how amazingly successful, oh my god, <laughs> she is in the future, I'll tell you guys why I'm laughing, um, <laughs> oh Jesus, so I'm gonna get into the Q&A, and I just open up, like, the questions on Instagram, you guys, and somebody asked me, how's your toe doing? If you guys don't know, last year, during yeah, it was last year. Last year, around this time, one year ago, basically, during the Black Lives Matter March, my friend and I went to go march and I wore the wrong shoes. I wore Air Force Ones. They did not fit my feet. And I literally like fucked up my big toes on both toes. Like they hurt so bad, like swelled up. One fell off. This is, I know you guys, it's like fucking disgusting. One of them is totally fine, like totally fine now. But then because I was like so concerned about the one that was like falling off. I didn't, I mostly used the other foot. Then the other foot got really, really bad. And 
I've like also just like have a big fear of like this happening this is like my worst nightmare honestly I hate feet I hate uh, just anything like this and now the other one I'm waiting for it to fall off because it's just it's bad it's bad and that's the update you know we're not totally 100 yet on one side but not, not the other and a common question that I get is like, will I ever do a face reveal? I honestly don't know, you guys. I don't know. I'm not counting it out, but I'm not being like 100% because I do like being private just for like safety purposes and stuff. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day. And let's see. Some of those who are some of your favorite YouTubers to watch. I've definitely answered this before, but like Aspen Ovard, I'm watching her channel all the freaking time. Like it's honestly insane. I love her videos so much. She's having another baby. Um, I do watch Shanae Grimes Beach from 90210 sometimes. Uh, let's see. Who else? Tara Michelle. I like watching her videos, her like home decor, home like renovation stuff i love home renovations yeah those are pretty much like the top carly and aaron there's a ton of people that i really do just like really like watching someone said how long does it take you to make a video definitely like oh, a couple of hours someone says how have you considered opening up youtube membership would join in a heartbeat oh that's so nice um maybe I think it depends like I would want to know like what you guys would want to see on channel memberships like what would make you guys want to pay money to like learn I feel like it would have to be like more about me like be more personal I would definitely be super into and open to doing channel memberships but let's see someone asked if I'm into Marvel and this is so funny because my friend and I were just talking about this yesterday because I don't know that much like I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy I've seen some of the Avengers I don't know I've seen Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. But I don't know a lot about the stories. Like, I, I need to get into it. So we're going to start watching it together. <laughs> we're going to start watching the movies. And yeah, that's that. How do you deal with stress posting every day about negative topics? Seems like a lot. Honestly, not all the topics that I do are negative. And I really don't try to talk to them, talk about them in a negative way. Just try to be like, hey guys, this is what they said. This is what other people are saying. That's that. And honestly, I'm editing with a smile on my face. I love what I do and it's fun and I try to be creative. I think the creative aspect of like, how do I make this video visually appealing to people is really what like gets me through the entire process. Cause like if everything is the same, then I'm going to get tired of it. You guys are going to get tired of it. It's always like, how do I keep it fun and fresh? So that's, kind of the situation that's just what I do to try to keep things interesting for everybody but yeah that's pretty much it for what I wanted to talk about with you guys this week mostly just a lot of Olivia Rodrigo because duh the album is amazing I definitely want to know if you guys have a favorite song from the album because it's just a bop it's a freaking bop she better win a Grammy but let me know. You guys can DM me on Twitter at NoBleepsPod. You guys can email me at NoBleepsPodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you guys think. Also, be sure to rate this podcast if you guys love it. Leave a review. I love you guys so much. I'm obsessed with you and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.